You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step one, we Google the biggest flops on Broadway. Step two, we find the crazy stories behind them. Step three, we see how they lose millions of dollars. Millions? Broadway isn't cheap. A lot of fancy people want to be producers. Step four, find out why the show won't go on. Step five, end this episode and head to Times Square. Times Square? That'll never work. Only Broadway's successes are in Times Square. (laughs) Oh, ye of little faith. Let's do an intermission sewed. Okay. Behind the scenes with Ebony and Pamela. Welcome! What's up, theater geeks? What it's is that? Super long time. Yeah. Like October? Yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. In terms of releasing, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I know the last oh. time we actually recorded was yeah, October. Yeah, was October. So it might have been like the middle of, Jan- of November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lordy, guys, it has been a minute. It really has. And a lot <laughs> happened in that minute. It did. Let me tell you, I got a new microphone. Yay! <laughs> that's like a little lapel mic, and it costs like maybe it was under twenty bucks. Oh, that's And nice. it's actually really good quality. You'll that's have good. to let me know. It's. I'm looking at my levels right now, so I have to be very careful. Yeah. About how loud I talk, so that'll be a challenge. <laughs> But I'm excited because it's hands-free. Yeah, that's nice. And I don't have a big mic stand in my face. I still have a big mic stand you in do. my face. You do. But the good news is, if you're having trouble seeing me, I can move my body around. <laughs> Whoa, moving it around so you can see me. I'm going to move my mic down just a little bit because I'm, I'm seeing that the levels are rather high. Okay. And, of course, I said that right into the mic, and they were off the charts. Oh, no. It's cool. It'll be fine, because I can do that in post. Okay. I can fix it. Fix it then. Um, So, welcome back to us. Welcome back. It's been a minute. I'm Pamela. This is Ebony. Uh, This is going to be an intermission sewed. My water bottle makes a really loud whistling noise. Wait, listen. It is loud. It's nice. (laughs) It looks like it keeps water cold. It does. Or hot depending on what you need in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've been gone a while Mm -hmm. because holidays. Holidays. But guys, guess what huge accomplishment we made? We're recording on the Monday of months. Yes. Which we did not do last year. (laughs) So we are really doing well, I feel. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. I think I'm proud of us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I've got a house full of dogs again. Sorry. And also, yes. uh, got to meet up with the behind the curtain guys. Yes, tell me. <laughs> well, I didn't know Kevin was in the Rebecca company. <gasps> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang it, I wish Pamela was here. Oh, yeah. That would have been so cool to talk to him about that. Maybe we can do another crossover yeah. episode and just talk, talk about, about Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was in that company, and he awesome. he totally back. He was like, yeah, he he found out via the article mm -hmm. and. Well, listen, and Kevin is obviously not the friends that I had right. in the company, right. but I would love to pick his brain because my friends were, both of them were very careful about, you know, wanting to maintain their anonymity. Right. Because they didn't, first of all, look, it's very easy to be blacklisted in this business. Right. One person doesn't like you, they pass it on, and then suddenly no producers mm -hmm. will hire you. Right, so right. I get that. Yeah. The thing is, they had nothing bad to say about the producer, Ben Sprecher. Right. They simply didn't want to malign or further malign right. this, this man who had been through such crap. Poor guy. Oh my gosh. I still want them to try to do another one or to do the musical based on making the musical of Rebecca. <laughs> that, I'm telling you that and the episode mm -hmm. we're going to record after this one, oh, the behind the scenes is so much more interesting. Yes. <laughs> Although, I mean, I do, the movie Rebecca's, it's pretty fun, Kitsch. And the, the book like, is great. great. The book is really well written, but I will say that like there's this kind of like noises off meets kiss me Kate quality to a show like the making of Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I think it, I mean, and it's got the drama and it's got, you know, second street too. It's like oh, all yeah. three of those. Mm -hmm. Yes. Kind of yes. melded together. And I'm sure there's one, isn't there? Oh, and, um, white Christmas where they got almost got right. arrested backstage. Right. <laughs> oh, not arrested. They were just like the ladies didn't have, they didn't have money for something. Right. And, and so that's the guys pretended gave... to be them. Yes. Yeah, they went on stage and, yes. and um, lip synced. <laughs> anyway, so they have, it runs the gamut of all of the things that you need for a good show. Yeah, it really does. Really does. Uh, yeah. So that's a little tiny mm -hmm. nitsy bit of what we did. There in the was fall. a time that you, in November, where you were like, let's record this episode. And I was like, I can't because I have my, my cousins were coming yes! into town. So my Talk cousin about and Jill. that. That's super. That's it was the awesome. Show we talked about. So my cousin Jill and cousin <laughs> Deanna both came into New York and they come into New York quite often, but we've never met up at the same time before. So this was in the works for several months. I mean, these ladies are like type A, get everything done, get everything organized, all of that kind of jazz. So like we were, we would have been talking about this probably in April okay. or May mm -hmm. about coming. And then finally, like we've got this group text going on saying, this is the date. And I was at work at the time. So I get home and I look at all these messages that are like, Oh, what, what date works best for you? Oh, well this works best for me. Oh, and blah, blah, blah. And then like 20 messages later, they were like, okay, Pamela, this is the date. This is when we're coming to you. And I was like, Okay. So they came the weekend leading into the week of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was so fun because they did, they were able to get me out of my apartment and into Manhattan, which is very difficult to do. It is a feat. But I will say also like the first day they, cause they were coming from, from the West coast. Okay. So they were three hours ahead. Oh, so yes. Yeah, so that first day that they came, I was like, let's just take it easy. We'll stay in, in, and, you know, thinking I was being altruistic. I was like, yes. we'll just, we'll stay in Astoria. It's cool. <laughs> no, it's, I don't, it's no hardship for me. <laughs> 
and I I introduce them to every food place I love. <laughs> like Sugar and Water is this donut place that opened up in August. It is so good. He makes these bespoke donuts. They bespoke are donuts. They are delightful. <laughs> like he's got all these different flavors, but he's the one that cultivates the flavors. And he was talking about it. He was like, I want to create. Um, he's Scottish. That I'm not going to try to do the accent right now. I would just like want to be in there to listen to the accent. Well, he was, and he was a contestant on MasterChef. Oh, wow. And he, he made his mark on MasterChef making donuts. So that was why, that was one of the reasons why he decided to open up this donut. Is this the no. only one? He's opening, like, another restaurant somewhere, but I think it's going to be food. Okay. Who knows? I mean, this place is amazing. I know he does a lot of catering and, and things like large-scale catering mm-hmm. as well. But this place is it's just wonderful and mm-hmm. I love it. So anyway, we went there and then we went to like Uncle Jack's Meat House, which is this great little yeah. meat place here in Astoria as well. Anyway, we're talking about food. So <laughs> the next day we decided we were going to go see King Kong because mm-hmm. Ebony and I talked about this. I yeah. think it was the, the most recent episode. I was excited about yeah. it because, well, and, and you the were, puppet. you were cautiously, op, you know, not optimistic. You were just, you were, you were I not excited. I heard the puppet was awesome. Oh my That's gosh. All I, yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying that those performers were giving it their all. And that's what this I've was heard. a Sunday. So this was the end of the week. I yeah. know how tired you are on a Sunday matinee. Right. Like, I get that. But I, you know, that there was none of that. The performances were amazing to, to the the very back row in the ensemble. Mm. The music that started the show was very exciting and I got like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it I like wish it's, I remember to I'll look it up while you yeah, talk about do. it um and so I was thinking okay this is going to be great this is going to be fantastic and I the story is is a good story so you'd think that it would translate to the stage it it just didn't it was so it, there was no heart which was really sad because then you got to see King Kong who is this gigantic stage high marionette that's run by like 20 big dancer guys and they are on point let me tell you my friend said like I, i i told one of my friends had seen it yeah and i said to her like this is one of those moments where it's definitely um it, it, it like it adds to the sense of creating an ensemble tony yeah Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was it was incredible to see those guys working together, but it was also not at all distracting yeah. from him, from this beast. It, that part was so thrilling. And I could have done with the entire show just being him. Like that would have been really cool to me. What was unfortunate was, and this could be that a lot of it just ended on the cutting room, not cutting room floor, obviously, but like a lot of this was edited out of the show for time or whatever. But there, the, the relationships, even the relationship between, um, oh, what's her name in the show? I can't remember right now. Ann Darrow. Sounds um, right. I think it's Anne Darrow. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's mm-hmm, the lead Between actress. Anne Darrow and King Kong, mm-hmm. even that was so muddied mm. yeah. and, and, and kind of like you saw glimpses yeah. of what it could be and what maybe it had been, but it, then it kind of just, I don't know, fizzled out. It just wasn't mm. there. And the, and I guess at one point you felt 
hatred toward the other, the director, who I can't remember his name either. So I guess he did his job because you're not supposed to like him very much. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It was so we went. Then I think we went to like serendipity after the show. Or no, that was a different day. But we went out to eat after the show, and we were kind of talking it through, and just kind of talking, you know, about the different things that we would have done, or or you know, the things that I saw as as a performer, as someone who's been backstage. And thinking through, like, maybe this could have been done this way or maybe they had to do it this way because, you know, that kind of stuff. So that was kind of a cool conversation. But it was slightly disappointing. However, that puppet was really spectacular. (laughs) So I will say that I would recommend seeing it for that. Mm -hmm. But going in knowing that the rest of it is going to be good to like mediocre to good. But that that puppet, when he shows up, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty much the consensus I've heard is, like, yeah. the puppet's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the performances are good. There's yeah, just, they're giving it 110%. The, it's just, like, they the don't have that much to work to with. The support them. Yeah. 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 Um, right, so the scores by Marius DeVries. Probably who, DeVries. DeVries. I would say. Who did La La Land. Oh, La La Land. Who said La La Land? Oh, <laughs> I think it was Karen on My Favorite Murder in, like, one of the most (laughs) recent episodes they were doing in uh, Minisode. (laughs) Sorry. They were doing a Minisode, and someone mentioned La La Land in one of the... But she said it, La La Land, and it made me laugh so (laughs) hard because nobody commented on it. Georgia didn't say a word about La La Land. (laughs) But they kept saying it, or she kept saying it. I was so, it was so funny. funny. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that episode. (laughs) La La Land. I know, I was like, did I hear her say say that that? correctly? I I don't know, and it was funny. funny. (laughs) Um, And then Eddie Perfect, who's doing Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is another so show. So this that just I'm leads right into what know, we were right? gonna. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you: Are yeah. you as excited about Beetlejuice as I am about Beetlejuice, or is this kind of another King Kong split? Yeah, it's pro- it's probably a split. Like I remember I... watching the movie a yeah. lot uh, when I was a kid, but even the movie was like, I had I I did not. Love it. Not that the movie's not. It's just not. I feel like the story's just not me. Okay. No, I get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I loved it. I Mm -hmm. loved it growing up. It's one of those movies. (laughs) (laughs) It was very influential on my life. (laughs) Stupid. But like, you know, the outsider, the one that doesn't really get along, but like that is the normal in her world. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, it was, I liked it a lot. Anyway, um, it's very theatrical because it's Tim Burton, so I yeah. feel like it's gonna it's gonna translate to stage really well. So the set designer is Dave Corrins, who mm-hmm. did Hamilton. Okay. And then the lead is gonna be um, Alex. Alex Bright Monster. Yeah. It's Brightman, <laughs> but Bright Monsters is like Twitter handle. It is. I know. Yeah, I a can't Bright call Monster. Him anything else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He he was the he was the lead uh, in um, School of Rock. Yeah, yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's gonna be great. He is. Joe Delude, who did makeup for um, Wicked, mm-hmm. is also doing makeup for 
Beetlejuice and oh, it's the cool. little glimpses that I've been seeing. I haven't seen any. Like well, I've only seen the set because I follow pe- oh, David Corrin's on look at it, Instagram. I, I think the playbill will have Alex Brightman on it as Beetlejuice. It's a really cool picture. It's like of him from the back but looking over his shoulder so you just kind of get a, a three-quarter shot of his face. I'm like super... I think it's, you should he, be able to find Alex it like on playbill.com like or broadway.com. Full of so much fun energy. Totally. And, um, He's going to be brilliant in He this. really is. I really do think he'll probably get a Tony nomination. Mm, maybe. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, oh, School of Rock is closing. That's kind of sad. Yeah, that closes on the 20th. 20th. I think, yeah. It does. But funny enough, the um, makeup artist who did Wick- Wicked, that leads us into the next thing because we've <laughs> oh, got yes. the fun thing about Wicked. <laughs> we're getting really good at this I know. podcast thing. <laughs> I mean, we're way over the, the time, but. That's all right. People like listening to us. I hope so. You know what? And I'm going to cut out Ooh. all of the dog barking. And Alex Timbers is directing. That's fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So you put on almost a year ago yeah. to the day. When was that? Uh, uh, the 21st? The 21st. So it'll be Martin Luther King Day this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> so almost exactly a year ago, Ebony put on this um, cabaret kind of show yeah. that featured moi. Yes, it did. And also a cast of incredible people, yeah. including... Brittany Johnson. Who is understudying Glinda right now on Broadway in Wicked, but was able to go on the other night Mm -hmm. as the first woman of color to ever play the role of Glinda. Right. In uh, in English speaking, in English speaking countries. Right. That's what it said. Yes. Because that is, yeah, you're right. Because they've got it all across the world. Right. Yes. But how, I mean, first of all, when I saw that she was going on, I was so excited because we're Facebook friends. But then when (laughs) I realized how big a deal it was, because I guess I didn't realize that there had been an elf, there had been elf of us before. Right, right. But I guess I didn't think anything of it. I think she's just amazing, first of all. Yeah, she's just like the sweet, Yes. Working, oh, she's so sweet and just super talented and, um... She was a heavy favorite of the concert, oh, yeah. singing Random Black Girl, and <laughs> the conversations we had about, like, so if you all go to um, her Instagram, it's at Sunny Brittany, and you see her post, and I just, like, read her post on Instagram, and I thought, like, exactly what she was saying in that post was a lot of the conversation that we had around the song Random Black Girl, and just like her going into the different rooms and like auditioning and even after she got into a show like people not really understanding how black people are different shades and mm, oh my all gosh. these other things and <laughs> and how the song just resonated with her but that like she just saw how um like a year later the lord is just kind of showing her how um he opens doors mm-hmm. and if people are uh 
if, if people actually um, do what they say they believe in, mm -hmm. then opportunities like this can happen for people of color. Right. And so, like, it's just, it's just, it's so funny and so neat to see how last year, you know, she's on this stage doing this benefit concert with <laughs> us, singing about being a random black girl and it's very <laughs> much being a part of her, her backstory. And then a year later, she's making history by being the first Glenda on Broadway. It's just yeah. this weird kind of metaphysical <laughs> situation that, and, yeah. and she's, it's wonderful to see somebody so kind yes. and, and sweet have such a, a wonderful turn of events. So no this is kidding. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're so excited. that's kind of exploded yeah. all over, all over the Broadway community. Yeah. It's really awesome. Big deal. <laughs> um, Okay, so then we're just going to talk about a few shows we're excited about, mm -hmm. apart from the ones that we already talked about. Yes. Um, so I want to talk about Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So Oklahoma, that was playing at St. Anne's Warehouse. Oklahoma. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it. It was really great. Um, and actually... Um, That's the, someone like it's in a barn? Yes. Okay. And so it's in a barn, and so the way it was set up at St. Anne's Warehouse, which I have no idea how they're how they're doing this. Um, I, I'm trying to remember because I I get the theater that Hades Town is going into and the theater that Oklahoma is going to mixed mm -hmm. up because oh. they were both actually in a round. Okay. Um. Okay. Hades Town's going into the Walter Kerr. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes because that was in the round, and then. So that definitely means Oklahoma is going into circle in the square, which is perfect. Yeah. Because the way that they built the set was such that because um, Allie, who played Ado Annie, she um, is wheelchair bound. So. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. I bet. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So the way that they built out the set is like the first row was was level with the stage, right? Mm. So St. Anne's Warehouse is probably my favorite space in the city because it is, it's, it's a chameleon. And if people use it correctly, it can absolutely be another character in the show. Yeah. And I feel like this production of Oklahoma really used the space extraordinarily well. So they do make the first... Um, row of seats level to the stage mm -hmm. so she can go absolutely anywhere Great. that she wants to um and then it's like everybody is at this kind of like clam bake sort of picnic situation and they had like crock pots all over <laughs> and then at intermission you get chili and cornbread oh, that's like, fun it's and then um it's it's not done with like a pit right so um, a few actors in the show play instruments, um, and they they do they do have like a very small orchestra um, that was at one end. Uh, it's it's just really fun, innovative, and well done. Nice, and it's really also nice to see um, that it's inclusive. Yeah, um, inclusive, uh, you know, ethnically, and then also. Um, with ability levels, right. it's just, it's fun. So I'm super excited it got the okay to move to Broadway. That's awesome. It's going to be good. And then um, I'm also excited about 
Everybody, I don't even really need to talk about Be More Chill is coming to Broadway. I'm kind of excited about that one. That's like a, the, the backstory of how it got to Broadway is probably one of my favorite things because it, the people got it to Broadway. Well, like, let's that's really maybe how we should that save that for an episode at some point. Yeah, that would be a fun new works episode. Yeah. It's, it's really, really cool. There's, which one is Be More Chill? Because there's another one that I'm trying, that's like too, um, like, Dungeons and Dragons playing guys. Do you know what Sounds I'm talking about? Because right. I listened to the Be More Chill um, cast recording. The the. It's not even really the off Broadway one because it was like their forty their, the concert that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, the recording of that. Okay. So yeah, it's like these two nerdy guys. Um, what one of them, is able to. I think it was like a computer program that can make him cool. Okay. And so that's sort of where the be more chill <laughs> comes from. That one actually yeah. that one does excite me cuz I yeah. saw that Oh, I was reading someone else's playbill. Uh, my employer just went to My Fair Lady, so I was reading through oh, the playbill, and of course, uh, yes. Um, at the end of the playbill, they have just lists of shows yeah. that are going on, mm-hmm. and of course, this was at Lincoln Center, so it mm-hmm. had like uh, all of the synopsis as well. Right. And so in that, it Be More Chill was listed, and it was one of those shows where I was like, oh, yeah, I could get behind that. I could definitely go see that and enjoy it. Oh God. Well, okay. I guess you don't want the dog to come up and visit. <laughs> Relax, Lulu. Chloe, just stay there. You stay. were doing just fine no, where you down. were. Um, okay, so let me move my... <laughs> okay. Wait, listen. <laughs> I think uh, you laughed over it. It's cool. <laughs> that was my water bottle water for bottle. anyone who didn't hear it. Um, and then the last show actually we'll talk about today is... Oh, no, there's two. I have to talk about... Okay. I've got to talk about Choir Boy. Mm. And the reason I have to talk about Choir Boy is because I took a directing course at HB Studio this past summer. And my teacher was Austin Pendleton. And he is in Choir Boy on Broadway right now. Um, And so I desperately want to see it. It's gotten fantastic reviews. It is a play with music um, and choreography. Um, What's the difference between a play with music and choreography and a musical? It's not... I've never gotten it. So, um, I would say, okay, so I would say, like, usually with a a musical, there seems to, there's way more songs. Mm -hmm. But then also, like, the songs help tell the story. Oh, I see. Whereas with, like, a play. It just interrupts whatever is, okay. And so because Choir Boy is basically, like, um, it's a choir of black young men, and so that's where the music piece comes in. Okay. Um, and then the dancing, um, I think, also has to do with... I have not seen it, because mm-hmm. it was off-Broadway. I didn't see that production. Um, and so that that would be the difference. Because the only... Okay. The play... Well, I've seen a few plays with music. But the one that I remember on Broadway, very strongly, that I saw last was End of the Rainbow, the Judy Garland one. Yeah. And so in that, in that context, it... Um, she would have these concerts, mm-hmm. right? So the woman playing Judy, which she was... I heard really great things. Amazing. Like, I am... St- my mind is still blown from what we saw. <laughs> and that was years ago. Awesome. Um, Like, six years ago. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, so that's where the music came in. Was like she was she was doing concerts, and so that's when you would have music. So okay. it, it's I think no, it's a similar sense. situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and then um, the playwright wrote Moonlight, which won the Oscar for Best Picture. Okay. Two, three years ago, that was the La La Land year. La La Land. Yeah. La 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 La, La Land. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the other thing that I'm looking forward to, which I may have talked about in earlier episodes, is Hades Town. Yeah. And so, what is this one? Tell me about it. So, Hades Town is based in Greek mythology, um, and it is. I don't want to say the names wrong, you guys. So just give me a second to pull. <laughs> um. Okay. Orf- hmm. Orpheus and Eurydice. Is that how you Eurydice, say? Eurydice, I think. Eurydice. 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 <laughs> See, this is why to look it up. No, it's cool. Um, and King Hades and his wife Persephone. Okay. Um, and so Chris Sullivan, who's now in This Is Us, was in it. He was the narrator. Um, and then originally Patrick Page was in it also, which oh. I, I'm pretty sure he's coming to Broadway. Is what I feel like I've read. Um, he is going to come with it. Uh, Rachel Chapkin did the off-Broadway one, and it looks like she's also going to do the Broadway one. It's in London right now, um, and so, or it may have closed by now, but it's it it was doing a run a London run, mm-hmm. and so I actually didn't think it was going to make this season. Because of the London run. Right. And they were talking about pushing it off. Same with Moulin Rouge. That was going to, like, be pushed off a little bit longer. But then once once on this island um, put up its closing notice, mm-hmm. then the space became available for Oklahoma. Um, and there were, like, a, a, a few other shows that last minute gave closing notices, like, in November. Okay. So then that gave opportunity for other shows that were going to wait another year yeah. to be able to come into those spaces. Okay. So there, there now I'm feeling a little bit better about the season because before some of these shows announced they were opening, I was like, man, this is like, this is like a pathetic year. Mm. This isn't. This is not enjoyable. Well, I feel like <laughs> there's always kind of a waffle back and forth. Like yeah. this year is musicals year and this year is, and then the next year is plays. Right, and then, right. you know, like it always kind of flips back and forth. Right. Um, I still feel like this year the plays are more exciting mm-hmm. than, than the, most of the musicals. Like we just, there just aren't that many <laughs> original musicals not based on a movie. Yes. Or, um, a jukebox musical. Right. They're just not that many. No, it's true. So it's it is really a stronger year for plays. Yes. So that's it. We'll talk about plays next intermission so we'll do that another time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Except I did I had to talk about Choir Boy, but I think it fits cuz it was a play. It's a play with, with music. music. Yeah. And choreography. <laughs> All right. Okay. Geeksies, welcome Bye. back. Thank Bye. Thank you so much. Yes. Bye. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.